Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled, What We Can Learn from the Eucharist. My wife and I had the great pleasure of visiting Europe this month. We started our trip in Munich, Germany, and we followed that up with a few days in Vienna and then Gaming, Austria. And our trip concluded in Krakow, Poland. If you've ever had the pleasure of visiting any of these places, you know that the Catholic faith has a real place in the history of these great cities and these great countries. And in many cases, the Catholic faith has a great impact on these places today. Certainly, you can look at numbers and you can see that the faith has declined in both Germany and Austria and in certain parts of Poland as well. And yet, what I experienced, what my wife and I experienced, was something very special. In each and every one of these cities, God is present in a real way. Of course, that statement could be said about any city in any place throughout the world, because that is who God is. He finds his way into everything because he created everything. But it was beautiful to see him very visible in these locations and and in a real way in the people as well. I want to focus on one specific encounter that my wife and I had, a very Eucharistic encounter, one that I hope you, the listener, will gain something from. As you know, we just celebrated Christmas. We just celebrated the birth of the King, the King of Kings. What a gift. And this is something that we mustn't lose sight of. This is something that we must remember continues on. Right now we are in the octave of Christmas, eight days of just celebrating that same feast over and over again, celebrating Jesus Christ being born. And just like the wise men, we are invited to go before him and adore him. Just like the shepherds, we're invited to that same thing. But for today, I want to share a very personal experience and then a short reflection on that same experience. As I said, we went to Munich, we went to Vienna, but we finished our trip in Poland. And so my wife and I took a train from Vienna to Krakow and got in late in the evening. And so that first night in Krakow, we didn't really do anything. We just went to our hotel and relaxed. 
and waited until the next day to go out and really experience the city. But as you can imagine, December in Krakow, it's, it's going to be cold. And so we put on our coats and headed out into what was a white city. The whole streets were covered in snow and it was snowing as we walked around. And so after just a short bit, my wife and I were looking for relief, looking for somewhere to go to warm our hands and feet. And if you've ever been in Krakow, it's a large town square. And there is a little white church that sits in the middle of everything. I have to believe that Thousands and thousands of people pass this little church every single day. As I described, it is in the center square. And so my wife and I were struck by this little church and wanted to enter. I had been to Krakow once before, but I did not recall going into this into this church. So it was, for me, a new experience and for my wife as well. And so we opened the door only to be shocked and quite happy to see Jesus Christ there present in the Eucharist in adoration. Jesus was there in the monstrance, and there were three or four people sitting in this little chapel praying, adoring our Lord. And so my wife and I scurried in and sat down in one of the first pews took relief from the cold, but also found ourselves quite joyful that we were getting to spend a few minutes with Jesus in the Eucharist. I share this story with you because I think there's something that each and every one of us can learn from this experience, but also learn from this great city this great place that, for whatever reason, had given prominence to Jesus Christ there in this little chapel. In our lives, I'm sure you are like me and you're busy. Maybe if you're listening to this episode, it is during your holiday break, so you're able to uh, consume it a little more easily. But I have no doubt that come January 2nd, for many of us, life returns to being this busy, busy state. There's nothing wrong with that. There's goodness in, in all that the Lord is inviting each and every one of us into. And you can look at the lives of the saints. Many of them were, by all means, very busy. And yet, God invites us into also slowing down. This chapel struck me because in this busy city, with all the hustle and bustle, and I understand there was Advent markets outside, there's a huge market that is always in the center city of Krakow as well. So that that market's open 360 some days a year. In all of this busyness, these people were invited to slow down. 
as I said, thousands and thousands of people pass this chapel every single day. And yet, I wonder how many of them, businessmen, businesswomen, mothers, fathers, children, stop in just for a few minutes to visit with our Lord. In the busyness of their life, they take a moment to calm themselves, to be before Him, to ask for His help, to thank Him for the many blessings in their lives. Real beauty there with this Adoration Chapel there at the center of town. And it got me thinking about my life back here in the States. Maybe some of you live in other places other than the United States who listen to this podcast. Thank you. But for many of us, I, I have to believe that we live here in the United States. And and I can't think of a major city where in the center of town there's an adoration chapel. But I can think of adoration chapels that exist in, in many churches, in many dioceses throughout the country that I've visited. And it got me thinking about what would it look like if each and every one of us looked for the same opportunity in our own lives to go before our Lord in the busyness of everything that's going on and to just be with Him? Now, maybe you're unable to even imagine what that would look like physically. Maybe you look at your schedule and you're out of the house from 5 a.m. till 7 p.m. Maybe you live quite a busy life. Maybe you have an hour commute every day or longer. And the idea of piecing together another 20 minutes to go visit your local church is something that you can't even fathom. Well, I'll be the first to say, that's okay. I, I'm i not saying this to, to give you a pass or to, to give you an excuse. I'm I'm saying this because our Lord understands. Our Lord understands the busyness of our life. The Lord understands the things that uh, we have to, to do that are our duty. But I do think he also invites us into to making time for him. And so what does that mean? I invite you to imagine what visiting our Lord, if not physically, at least spiritually, mentally, what that looks like in your life. Imagine closing your eyes for 20 minutes. If you Maybe you take a metro into work, closing your eyes for a while on that trip and just praying with him. Or maybe it's getting up just 10 minutes early every day and kneeling at the side of your bed and praying and asking for his help, his intercession for the day. Claiming a thanksgiving. Imagine what could happen if each and every one of us did this, if we really had our Lord in our hearts, if we were adoring him in that way. There's so much that we can learn from the Eucharist. And I think it starts with just being present with our Lord in the Eucharist. It starts with that communion with him. Of course, Every single Sunday, we are invited, we are required as Catholics to to receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, to go to the liturgy, to go to Mass. But in many cases, many churches throughout the country, 
and abroad as well, offer daily Mass. There's another opportunity to receive Jesus. And if you're not able to go to daily Mass, there's this great thing called spiritual communion. Maybe you've heard of it, but spiritual communion provides you those graces by just saying a simple prayer. A simple prayer that invites you to receive the graces from our Lord. If you don't know this prayer, I will recite it now. It is, My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come, at least spiritually, into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. You can say this prayer every single day, and you can receive those graces. If you just said it with me now, you've received those graces. What a gift. And you can say it multiple times each and every day. Oh, our faith is so beautiful. It really is. Well, I've talked for quite a while now here on the Eucharist and on this little encounter that my wife and I had, but I think it's worth mentioning. I think it's worth reflecting on. And as we conclude this 2023 and as we enter into 2024, I would like you to consider how Jesus Christ in the Eucharist is going to become more alive in your life. Let us adore him. Amen. Thank you to everyone who listened today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I invite you to give it a five-star rating and make sure to subscribe. Also, if you are really gaining something from this, please share this podcast with someone you know. I'm sure it could benefit them. God bless you and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details.